show, which I'm very excited to be joined by the Goldilocks gamer himself, Mr. J. Thank you. <laughs> I was thinking about what to call... I actually had a, I had a thought of what we might call you. Go on. I have to remember what it was now. I think it was Nick. <laughs> we've got a lot to talk about. And then, you know, whatever. <laughs> I Nick, like, what, you, always say, you always say... We've got a lot to talk like this week. We've got a lot to talk about this week. We have got. We've always got a lot to talk about. I know, but I, it's funny that you say it every time. Yeah, it's one of those things. I. I it's funny. <laughs> I edit the podcast, and I haven't even noticed I do that. Like yeah, I, well, I go. imagine that every time I hear it, I'm like, oh no, I probably didn't say that last week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I obviously do. Yeah. So Jay, we're recording a day early to typical schedule. Obviously, yeah. last week we did a day late because of the PS5 conference. I suggested we do a day early, so we do it before I get the last of us part two. Oh my mm-hmm. god! Mm-hmm. And I also thought that there's been a fair amount of news already in this week, and I want to edit it before the last of us part two comes. And I just felt like it was a good time. I don't know about you, Jay, but like without sounding like I'm trying to feel sorry for myself, I I'm starting to feel the effects of what's going on at the moment, and you know, starting to get a little bit a little bit pitying myself and feeling sad and what do you, you know, feel like when... guilty almost no 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 just i feel that i can do, be a lot better as a person right now and i'm not fulfilling that oh god um, i feel like I that think... every day even when i am working you can <laughs> well i do think it's a daily struggle for everyone i guess i'm just saying that staying inside all this time it's starting to have a toll on me i guess that's how i think or that's what i'm feeling at the moment i know that other people have obviously got it worse i'm just letting everyone know how like you know i i feel like you can't compare suffering nick you really can't everyone suffers it's true it's true you can't compare suffering you're right. I, I guess I'm just trying to say that I feel at the moment, like the last couple of days, I'm like, oh yeah, you know what? I could really do with a bit of schedule now, a bit of routine now. You know, like I feel like it's... Um... I've got a routine. <laughs> Go on. I, get up, I get up at nine. I check my social media, my YouTube, and then I usually have a shower at 10. Okay, stop I'll... you there. I'm going to stop you there. <laughs> checking the social media. Is that a bit like checking the news? Do you feel a bit bad after that like you can see what everyone's done in their time etc you no, know what I, weirdly like. i don't actually check twitter or facebook i usually just check youtube and instagram i'd say okay uh, just to sort of like i don't know i just never used to do that i've only actually started doing that funny i only used to start doing that i've actually <laughs> only started doing that since i've been off work i don't have enough time in the morning to be able to do that i get up and 15 minutes later i've got to be out of the house sure do you get up last minute then uh yeah, with like pretty about I've actually like calculated it over the years or whatever, right? I've like sure, sure, sort sure. of timed myself, see how long it takes me to get ready and it's usually fifteen well, twenty five, thirty minutes, but I can do it sure. quicker if I rush, if I get up late. Do you do you don't you don't want to get up earlier and have a long shower and take your time and have breakfast and stuff? You'd rather just get up and go? No, I feel I feel more productive that way if I'm just like straight up and out. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I also like if think if I get too that... comfy, I don't want to leave then. Yeah, fair play. And I also, you can stay up. Uncomfy. You can stay up later, right? You can stay up later. I the guess night so. Yeah, that's yeah, that's part of it. Whether yeah, it be intentional okay. or not, I don't know. <laughs> well, Jake, we've got a lot to talk about this week. I'm joshing with you, man. I did it on you purpose. I come on, you you come on. So. If I hadn't said anything, you would have said it at that exact moment. And we probably would have. We both know that. 
<laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're talking about everything to do with gaming, game opinions. Me and Jay got a lot of stuff to break down. It's and... pretty much just our therapy session. Of, oh, by the way, we like talking about games. Oh, Jay, that's a great point. Let's put that in the day, in the daily, in the weekly rigmarole. Let's, this is a gaming therapy podcast. Because I've for so long, I've felt like I haven't really had anyone to talk to about games necessarily but to the extent that i want to yeah like if i if if i had to like i felt i'd feel guilty if i came to someone and said look i want to talk to you about for the next hour and a half two hours they'd be like now nah, i've got stuff to do whereas with you we've actually set us you know we're, we're killing two birds with one stone here we're doing a podcast and we're fulfilling our need to chat about games for a bit exactly if we didn't record it we'd be doing it anyway exactly yeah, just, time man. goes by so quick when we do this too. It's it is a bit silly, isn't it? Really, you don't realize how much fun you're having until two or three it's like, hours. Oh, is that? three and a half hours on the Odyssey. Oh dear. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I, I just want to get right into it, Jay. Um, we're trying yeah, to we're trying to be concise this week because well, because we want to be all right. Yeah, we don't get bullied and pushed around. All we right. want to be concise. Yeah, not anyone else. Jay's dad definitely didn't mention anything about no, I'm joking, Mark. I'm joking. Wow, no, wow. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. We just want to be concise because we, well, a special announcement. We're going to do a whole bonus episode special. I'm going to call it a TGO show special on The Last of Us Part 2. So yeah. when I finish the game, Jay's not going to play it. I'm uh, not, I am probably going to watch a playthrough just so I know what happens. Sure. And I well, might even read up on the story. To be honest, I probably know a lot more than you do anyway at this oh, point. Oh, Jay, I can bet my entire life savings yeah, you know I've, more than I've I do. I've been on a lot of threads, a lot of sub, you know, subreddits, a lot of uh, reviews and people talking about it the last couple of days just to see what's happening. Oh, God. Jay, we've got to, we've got to be careful here. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm getting pretty shaky now. I'm getting like a little, little, little boy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I know the feeling. Like, in, I'm, I, I had this stage today where I'm in my mind, I'm thinking like, <laughs> people have got it. Like, people are playing oh, no, it right now. People have completed it. Are you joking? Well, that the is true. Who like, reviewed, reviewed it? Stuff. For IGN yeah, played it about three or four days ago. Yeah, I. How, Jay? What are your thoughts on? I, I know we're getting long. Whatever. What are your thoughts on? We could do a debate on this, perhaps. But yeah, reviews getting early. Do you think it's fair? Not fair? Yeah, do you think it's right? Because we should know. I wouldn't want it day one and then have to wait a few days to then make my review. I want the review to be out either the day it comes out or a couple of days before so that people who want to buy it have an opinion who they trust or maybe don't trust to decide whether they want to buy it or not. I think you're right. The struggle I have, Jay, as with anyone, is I'm pretty good at avoiding spoilers, but it it feels like it's getting harder every year. Dude, you you can't be on the internet right now if you want to. You can't be on Twitter. You really can't. There are so many spoilers out there right now. So many. A lot of so, people are actually being quite nice, though. They're sort of like, on Reddit, you can have a thing that covers up certain things that are spoilers. And if, if you want to see oh, them, you sure. have to click on them. So Yeah. No, that is, I've seen that before. That's really good. And I also think that Avengers Endgame was actually remarkable with people's attitude towards oh, well, I might be wrong about that. Directors but... made a made a video, didn't they, on their Twitter page? Saying keep... that? Yeah, they yeah, did it was a like, 30 minute long, basically saying, look, we don't want this to happen what happened before. You know, be respectful. Don't ruin it for other people. Before you know. is an Infinity War. 
Uh, yeah, because Infinity War got inspired for a lot of people because of Mark the, Ruffalo, the... I think. Oh, I was going to say because of all the clips of everyone. You I mean, know. there was tons of stuff. There was, I mean, Tom uh, Holland. Holland, yeah, he did a few couple of things he probably shouldn't have said. Sure. But to be honest, the things they did say could have been taken as a joke if they weren't said in the way they said them, I think. I understand, yeah. So it was actually yeah. more to do with the people's reaction to it than what they said. Sure, sure. They could have been joking, they could have made it up, people wouldn't have known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to do a whole special episode, the first special on The Last of Us Part 2. Mm. I wouldn't call it a review. I'm so going so to play be, it. Will that be next week or will that be the week? Oh, that'll be a special, that'll be a separate thing, won't it? Whole, yeah, whole separate thing. It won't be okay. included in a, in a, in the show. It won't be included in the show fifteen. It will be a whole its own thing entity, and it won't be a review per se. It will be my thoughts, feelings, expressions of I, the honestly, game. I can't wait to know what your feelings are on this. I genuinely, uh, I can't wait to speak with you about it. Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm excited for you. <laughs> Thanks, man. Well, yeah. I'm. I'm ex- what's your next? I'm really excited for you in Cyberpunk. I'm excited for Cyberpunk, but I'm even more excited for you in Cyberpunk. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that'll be good. And we'll, we'll probably do a special on that, but that that's in the future. So for now, Jay, should we talk about what we've been playing? Would you like to go first? Destiny 2. Destiny 2. Yes, I've finished the DLC campaigns. So can you give me a quick... What are the names of every Destiny 2 DLC? So we've got Destiny 2, the core game. Do we know every DLC name from then on? Yeah. So, core game. Curse of Osiris was the the first expansion. And that's like a three-player horde mode thing, isn't it? Um, No, so you've got the Trials of Osiris, which I think was like a... That, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. It's like a multiplayer thing that came along with it. <clears throat> Curse for Cyrus is 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 the first story DLC. Uh, yeah. Okay. And it came with other, you know, features. I mean, all these, all the DLC I'm about to say sort of come with their own features, not necessarily just the campaign, but you know, other things as well. Um, next one was Warmind DLC. Warmind, okay. Yeah. Then it was the Forsaken expansion. Oh, Shadowkeep. There we go. Shadowkeep. Can you just give me a literally a thirty second summary of of the general public players critics re- reactions to each of those DLCs? Oh, like God. what what's people thought? So I assume I assume Shadowkeep has been the most praised because now Bungie and Activision have left each other that that Bungie are able to do what they you know they want to do, uh, whereas yeah, all the other DLCs yeah. Activision was driving it a little bit you know maybe making it a bit drawn out a bit but scraped over too much bread, so they say. I think what I can say is, if whether or not uh, Destiny had left Bungie before Forsaken came out, it Bungie would make left a lot... Destiny. Yeah, Wait, I'm trying to think. Yeah, 
Sorry, go on, sorry. Do we know do we know when they left? I think it was like a year ago, maybe a bit longer. Let's have a look. Cause if, with, I'm trying to think if if it lines up with my personal review of of what each of the DLCs was like. We okay, you tell me your per what what your give me your thoughts on each of these. Which DLCs had you completed before this renaissance of playing Destiny 2? I actually hadn't done any of the DLCs, I'd just done the base game. Okay, and did you like the base game story? I loved it, yeah, it's like brilliant. Okay, and you played Destiny 1? Yeah, although I don't know if I did all the DLC for that. Did you complete the story? What did you thought, think of the story? What, for the first Destiny? Or the, the first game. First Destiny. <clears throat> yeah, no, but I loved it. I mean, I have. I think I actually have more memories. Like, my memory of DLC of uh, Destiny 1 and Destiny 2 are, like, mushed together. Sure, because they're so like, similar. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, just, just because of, like, the destinations that you can go to and... I don't sure. know, it all just sort of blends into one memory for me. I heard the story on Destiny 2 was, was considerably better than Destiny oh. 1. Yeah, I, I feel like the main campaign was probably better on Destiny 1. Um, Destiny the 1? Yeah, on Destiny 1. Really? Just because it's like the, the nostalgia of it, I guess, it all being so new. Okay, no, yeah, you're right. Like, new solar system. No, I'm like, with you. I remember the first like couple hours of Destiny 1, like, off the back of my hand. Like, it's just so memorable to me. But yeah, I don't, I don't think I can probably remember the the main campaign of D- Destiny Two as much. Okay. okay. It didn't, I mean, it definitely hit me as like a whole new thing, but just wasn't as impactful because I was seen it before. So, brand new Bungie IP, first thing they've done since the Halo franchise. It, it was a big deal. Mm, yeah. So okay, so you've done all the DLC story content. So let's go each yeah. through each one, Jay, and tell me what you thought. Curse of Osiris. I read. I really loved it. I mean, the thing is, it's probably weirdly Curse of Osiris is probably the weakest out of them all. But I I do love all these DLC. I think they're they're all special in their own way. It's very unique. It did like a lot of unique things that I hadn't. I mean, That's the thing I love about the about Destiny is that everything you come across tends to be quite unique. There's not. I mean, there's a lot of samey stuff, but then there's also a lot of not so samey stuff too. So Curse of Osiris is these... sort of like. Um, I think like the best way to describe it. It kind of reminds me of like I don't know why, but like Egypt for some reason. Because of the like, name, probably the name. Yeah, I don't know why. Whenever yeah. I think of it, it sort of reminds me of that. But it's more to do with a guy who is a little bit like Osiris, I guess. It's like all to do with like um, like gods, I guess. Where's it? Where's it? What planet or whatever? Where's it based, Jay? Oh God, that was on Mercury. So Curse all of, of these DLCs, like let's not get in the details here, but they all introduce different stuff, like not just story, like different guns and locations. Yeah, and they tend to come with uh, a whole new set of exotics and right, 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 and new legendaries sure. and stuff like that, and usually a bump in in like max level as well. Okay, and the, are each of them supposed to be similar size or like what's? Yeah, the... so that was the thing I was kind of surprised by. I think Curse of Osiris. And Warmind, the second one, were probably about the same size. Okay. Saken was the biggest one. Yeah. And then I think uh, Shadowkeep was probably uh, bigger than the first two, but smaller than the third. Okay. I remember Forsaken being quite a big deal. When yeah, it came Forsaken out. is actually like probably my favourite of them all. So let's go. What's number two? Number two is Warmind. Okay. So, so you're in you're in the on... Destiny you're in the Destiny two mode now. Like Curse of Osiris got you into it. Yeah, definitely. And, got me back. And now you and now you're like, okay, I'm just gonna play through all of them. 
Yeah, I mean, it's pretty simple. I mean, there's not that many missions, not really. I mean, I was surprised actually when I went to look back how many how many campaign missions there were. And there weren't really that many. There was probably like 12 or 13. Of the main story? Yeah, but each of the missions usually have like different steps, like three or four steps. So they tend to last quite long, which is good. I mean, I mean, I completed it in a week, these, these DLCs. So, you know, actually less than a week. I think I started it on Sunday. But they're fairly sizable things. Did I start? I can't remember when I start. Yeah, I mean they're all a good enough size. I was very, uh, very happy with the amount of content. How much are they? Like twenty, thirty quid each. I think you can buy the latest two for forty, usually so twenty each. Um, yeah. But at the minute they're on sale for like twenty six or something. So. Okay. All right. Premium yeah. price, premium content. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So war was it? Warmind was it? Yeah, Warmind was good. I like the content of it. I'm actually still doing a few uh, exotic quests and side quests on that. Okay. Then all the main stuff. How do you, Jay, how does this, how do they all not blend? How does this whole Destiny 2 package not blend together for you to the point where yeah. you're like, I don't even know what exotics I'm getting from where. Does, does that make sense? I will sense? say the exotics, you, you won't know until you, until you actually like look it up. Um, okay. I actually haven't done any of the exotic ones yet because they require so much for you to do. Um, I did try a little bit today to get some of the steps done, but that, I mean, it takes some pretty good skill and time put in to be able to do that. So, sure. Um, yeah, I did actually think about that about how even the DLC sort of blend together, but there you can't really. I think you can do two at the same time. It's just better just to stick with one. Like if you just, as long as you go to the mission that requires you to, because you've every every DLC you have to you have to like start it up essentially. You get okay. like a cutscene that starts that DLC. So as long as you stick to the missions within that, and then and then start the second one whenever you want later on, as long as you do it in the in the right order, then it should be fine. They 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 won't ever get muddled unless you actually start the second one up yourself. Okay. So I didn't do that because if not, they probably would have ruined the story a little bit. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do you think of Warmind? Yeah, Warmind is probably better than Curse. Just I mm-hmm. I I'd say a majority of why I like these DLCs is more the content. And this, I guess the mission design, the level design. Cyrus is all pretty samey. Warmind, there was definitely a lot more involved in the second one. I, I will say, like, whenever I look for DLC, I tend to look for like boss battles, and there were some pretty good boss battles in in all these. I'd say there wasn't as many in Curse, but there's some good, better ones in Warmind. And I assume that this is all driven by the core gameplay loop, which is still really fantastic because the gunplay in Destiny has always been phenomenal. Yeah, always. It's yeah. always good to see. Like, I will say the progression as well is pretty amazing. Like the light level progression. Okay. And whenever you get like a one that's a higher light level, like a drop that's a high light level, I always put it on, even if I didn't think it was like better than what I had. Do they have an appearance system like Odyssey and Origins? They do, where you... but I, I would say it probably best not to change anything because it's a bit of a waste. By the time you've like changed the colour of how you look, you'll have already gotten an, like another one that's even better. Is it really that? Drops are pretty frequent, but they're not like, like that frequent. They're like a, a you're finding it, you're you're finding improved gear that often that there really is no point in. I mean, I'm getting two to three bits of loot every mission. That, so, that is yeah. better than what you have. Then that's better than what I have, yeah. And Crikey. that can vary from, you know, blue level rarity to like legendary, I guess. You know, rare and legendary. So they sound like they've pr- they've got the end game pretty well covered. If that, yeah, if that I will say right. that they've back in the day. I remember balancing being a bit of an issue with like loot drops and stuff like that. But I think they've got a pretty good system now. 
they've had a long okay, time cool. to fix it or change it how they think it should be done. So, so what's number three? Number three was the Forsaken, which was my favourite one. And this was a they marketed this quite a lot from what I yeah, remember. Yeah, this one was big. It was it was the sort of the the end of of one particular character. So, oh sure, okay. So that's not actually a massive spoiler. That's like part of the whole marketing thing, is this character is yeah, yeah, anymore, yeah. So. Yeah, and it was like and a, a en- much beloved character from Destiny One. So, and you enjoyed this. What? Why was this your favorite? Do you think? Weirdly, again, it comes down to like the. Uh, so you know how in Assassin's Creed, there's like, like a like you have the what, what I forgot what they're called now in Odyssey the the cult. Uh, cult of Cosmos. Yeah. So imagine you had that, but in Destiny, essentially, right? So there's these like eight high level, like creatures that you have to kill to be able to get to like the head sure so they had like a similar system in this which i love any game that includes that you have to like go kill like a specially designed boss like one that has elements of you have to dodge this and make sure you don't stand here and stuff like that and each of these eight heads had those special things yeah they had unique abilities and ways they could like get around not dying and you had to That's then cool. you know, press a button here to do this like stuff like that are you playing through all of these solo? Yeah, 100%. Wow, okay. I mean, it's not difficult. The whole game can be played solo, technically. It's just you have to be... Oh, the, campaign, no... the campaign's easy on solo. Really, really easy. There's no scaling issues like Borderlands, you know, previously oh, where... The scaling okay. issues don't get actually affected until you do raids, I'd say. Raids are a lot harder on your own. And Nightfall, Nightfall Strikes as well. They're a lot harder on your own. Okay. You kind of have to have at least three, or three to six people on those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and then we get to the most recent one, Shadowkeep, is yeah, it? Yeah, Shadowkeep was good because they actually involved a lot of the next... They sort of tease a lot of the next uh, DLC that's coming up, the one that they released or showed off recently. Yes, that we talked about last week, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so nice. where does this... <laughs> that all fit where together. Does, where does this leave you, Jay? Now that you're caught up, are you pretty much going to... Every single expansion that comes out, and whether that be, you know, you're going to be on your Xbox Series X or PS5. Are you now going to play every expansion as soon as it comes out and just stay up to date with Destiny 2 for as long as it goes? Or I don't know. I think that the plan right now is to get all the missions done I possibly can um, before the next one comes out and then just leave it and then wait until I'm ready to play it again, I think. There so might be a little be... bit more of an incentive for me to play it right away just because I'm, you know, closer to now to playing the new one than I would have been previously sure yeah i've sort of got obviously having not having played it for like two to three years and then the next dlc coming out within the next few months it might make me a bit fresher in the mind about what to do so if i I hadn't have played dlc the dlc until the september one i probably would have been a bit more of a model how how much do you want to cover at your current stage in Destiny 2? How much are you willing to grind and do strikes, etc., before you start getting bored or have you already started getting bored? I wouldn't necessarily say bored, just like I'm, I'm pacing myself. Does that make sense? You're just playing enough. I'm playing like enough until I get like I'm like good for the day. <laughs> Which I don't, it's weird for me to say because I, I really don't do that when it comes to games most of the I think because it lends, the game is primarily like a multiplayer game, really. Sure. Like the a lot of a lot of the features in it require multiplayer things to do. So it kinda of, it feels more like a multiplayer game even though it's definitely a single player game in ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Although even in like when you free roam on a planet, like there's other players that are just like helping you do stuff. There's like already like a like events that happen to like kill a certain boss or something. Okay. So it just it just feels yeah nice when there's lots of other people. But, um, but yeah. You know, I, I can I can relate to that. I think it, it like you say, it's difficult to exist in that living world space when you haven't got that regular squad sometimes, and sometimes yeah. even though I can you can't do that though, because there's that um, uh, LFG I think looking for group. Yes, which is I great by the way. The I did that a lot back in the day, just because I was like so fresh to it. And once you get to the point where you sort of need people, like doing the raids and stuff, that that's pretty. Uh... Actually, I think back in the day there wasn't matchmaking for strikes. No, I think uh, I wasn't it. There wasn't matchmaking for raids. For both, I think. Crikey! I don't think there's even matchmaking for raids now. I must double check that. <laughs> Be good if there was. I think yeah. there is. But back in the day, I think the reason why I used LFG so much was because there wasn't matchmaking at the time. Whereas the only now, reason I don't, I don't really want to, to jump into this ecosystem with you, as I mentioned to you, I think on the phone, is that these um, expansions, apart from was it Forsaken or one of them, don't have any achievements or trophies attached to them, which seems yeah, a bit strange. I was confused by that as well. I saw it. I thought, oh, it's a bit strange. And I know it's pathetic, but I'm genuinely <clears throat> serious when that. I'm telling you that puts me off buying into that ecosystem. Just oh, if anything, it actually makes me feel you. better about it. It makes me not have to worry as much. Sure, because you haven't got to commit to stuff. Yeah, I, I literally that. haven't thought about a single achievement since I've been playing it. I just been like a few have popped up and I've been like, oh, that's nice. I will sure. say there's actually like a, a really massive in-game sort of like achievement system oh, that actually challenge. rewards you. Like it gives you rewards for doing certain things. That's cool. So you don't even really. I think that's part of the reason why they don't give you achievements because they've sort of got their own in-game one that rewards you with real rewards rather than just the satisfaction of having done something. My initial reaction to any in-game reward system, uh, this one sounds really good, but my initial oh, it's reaction... Massive. It's so much bigger than you think it is. It's insane. See, uh, that's just it though, Jay. Like Every game I go on now has a, an, an impossible list unless I unless oh, I get rid impossible. of all life responsibilities. <laughs> like, yeah. no, it's I'll 100% about, impossible. I'll talk about it in a bit from the games I've been playing, but every single game now is just an impossible... I remember when we played Assassin's Creed Revelations multiplayer, mm. which was good. And they had 99 prestiges, and you just think, what? Who, why? What's the point? I'm now put off from even progressing a little because the mountain you made is so high. No one's even going to be playing this game by the time I get to prestige 50, let alone 99. You know, and that was yeah. the classic example for me of you. Got, I don't want these these in-game challenge measurements. They're nice when they pop, but I won't even look at and make because they are just ridiculous. You know. Uh-huh. So, do you mind, Jay, if I go into what I've been playing? I've been go quite busy. Yeah. I've been playing quite a variety of games this week, Jay. I'll try and be concise as I can. So, finished Bioshock Burial at Sea Episode 2. That was just a random episode that I finally went over and finished. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Bioshock Infinite DLC. So, that was cool. That was good. Um, it did tread on being slightly too complicated with the main story and then this additional story. I was start- My head was starting to explode, but... It finishes fairly fairly narrow in scope in a good way, and I enjoyed it, and I'm glad I finished it now. So that's all Bioshock stuff done for me. Next up, Call of Duty World War Two was one of the free games on PS Plus this month, and yeah, my I was brother... surprised. I saw you started to play that, and I thought, why the hell is he playing that? And I saw zombies, and I thought, ah, oh, that makes more sense. 
Hundred percent. I yeah, was so didn't... surprised when I saw you. I thought, oh my god, is that? I thought weirdly, I thought your brother was playing on your account. Well, we played together. I was going to say you probably did play together. That probably makes more sense. Yeah. So didn't touch the multiplayer. Didn't touch the campaign. Traditionally, quick summary. I don't. I you know haven't bought a Call of Duty in years apart from the Modern Warfare Two campaign well, remaster. Three probably was the incentive there wasn't it 100 <laughs> percent. would never have bought it yeah. so anyway so my brother got it and he's like nick you know like the zombies are good on it you should re- we should give it a go and i'm like yeah sure sure they are l well, and they are have you not played you've played zombies before mate mince my words they call of duty world war 2 has the best zombies in any call of duty Okay. Oh really? I don't think I've like, actually played the World War Two zombies. It, dude, that? it's unbelievably like <laughs> I don't know, look Sledgehammer Games. If the multiplayer and campaign is anything like the zombie mode, they have made one of the best Call of Duties ever. Because the zombie mode, it progresses, it advances in so many ways that I'm now gonna go into. So firstly, you can finish the game. You can finish the zombie map. By following many objectives, you know, different th- things you've got to do. You, f- you you get to a boss at the end, you defeat the boss, you finish the map. I mean, you technically you could do that before, it was just a lot harder to do. I, I don't know, I'm not too savvy on the history of zombies, but from yeah, my it's last... it's always been very difficult to actually, like, beat a zombie map. I think, honestly, I think I've only ever done it once. Sure. Across all zombie games that have ever come out. <laughs> <laughs> sure and like some of the ones that stand out for me you know are, are the the classic maps on world at war that they're, they're when i think of you know call of duty zombies that that's the thing that stands out and i don't have much history with it but i just thought this mode was so advanced and the zombies look so good and detailed the graphics looked better than the new call of duty for god's sake very true i will say world uh, war 2 is one of my favorite uh call of duty games of the last call of duty games that have come out I was so impressed. Really, really, dude. The like, gun sounded again. fantastic. The the different elements of the map looked fantastic. I just wanted to walk around and notice all of the things. We did we finished the map in three goes. So second oh, wow. go, halfway through, my brother had to leave. And I'm like, I'll just leave it going. I'll do as much as I can while you're gone, right? I play for an hour and a half on my own. I'm literally like, uh, he comes back on the mic. I'm like, L, get on here right now. I've done this, 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 and this. And he's like, oh yeah, I've got to go now. And I was like, are you joking? <laughs> anyway, so I carry on by myself and I'm not it's joking. Doable today. on your own. I it's get to the last stage and I disconnect. I was going to say, yeah. Oh that, yeah, my that's God. Anyway, so we do round three. Uh, we do it for the third time, and we do it. And I've uninstalled it. We were both literally like, well, "Okay, we've beaten it now, so let's go." Oh wow! Okay, one and done. Nice. Yeah, literally. Like we look. If they had the uh, zombie maps free on DLC or whatever, I would happily play through those. But they all cost a lot of money, and also they yeah. were there are some bonus stuff you can do on the map. But Jake, for example, okay, there's something like nine or ten. One of them requires you to find three different things to make three different variants of one gun for one of the objectives of the nine and me and my brother were just like not a chance not a chance that's the problem with with zombies i've always had is it's actually a lot more difficult than it looks to see an issue definitely some of the things you had to do i think i can't remember it might have been one of the black ops like maybe two or one no probably two the zombies in that was like you had to do so many different like rant you had to find so many things that you wouldn't know unless you'd googled it exactly like people had to play this thing for like weeks in a row 
just so they could figure out what to do next. It, which I guess for them was probably nice. It was like a nice challenge to be able to like go through a game and just keep playing it until you can figure out the puzzle, I guess. Yeah. But you wouldn't know yeah. unless you'd already played it and done it, figured it out for yourself, or just googled it. So. You're there right. Things that I would play. I'd play like matchmaker with people online, and they'd have to tell me everything because I had no idea what was going on. Because <laughs> I'd already played it for like weeks in a row, and I'd been like, okay, fine. Yeah. Insane, honestly. But that's that's. I think that's what makes what makes them so good. Yeah, you're right. There that's is the an why they're air absolutely, of... you know, talked about. 100% there's an air of obscurity to them and mystery that there's so much to discover and it's funny you say that Jay because you almost forget that games like this and modes like this almost every game out there has that hardcore fan base who are playing it constantly to find out everything like every game it's amazing and lastly uh my mate Will he made me download Battlefront 2 uh, Star Wars Battlefront oh, okay. 2 the new one nice, nice, nice. so that hey, was free how do you... oh it was free was it it was free on PS Plus. He was okay. like, buy it. And I was like, I'm not buying it. And it was free, and it became free, luckily, lucky for him. Yeah, so very. I bought the first Battlefront on my Xbox. Um, very, very disappointed with it. Uh, I heard the, rea- the reception to Battlefront 2 didn't even go near it. Weirdly, the and second one does have a lot going for it, though. Jay, I have, have a lot. I have been so wrong about this new Battlefront 2. This new Battlefront 2 is better than the original Battlefront 2. This new Battlefront 2 is really, really great and fun. I know, I've it played them, Dude, it took them three <laughs> years to get it right, but the maps are fantastic. Well, the sound is like fantastic. Last year, they probably started to do pretty sure. well. I think sure. once the film came out, it did really, really well. Well, what I will say is that I think even a year after launch, it wasn't where it needed to be. No. And for whatever took reason... a year and a half, two years, definitely. Yeah, and for whatever reason, EA are still letting DICE support it, you know, which which is interesting. Maybe EA have changed their stance on Star Wars since Disney got involved from all the microtransaction rubbish that they were doing at the launch of Battlefront 2, but yeah, the, the uniforms look fantastic. Everything, the graphics look great. It's so, so my, fun to play. My favourite thing about it is the fact that you can be a Jedi, like a very important one from like the preview, you know, you play Luke, you can play Count Dooku. And you mm. can just run about and kill the opposite Jedi's. Like you can go if you're like Luke, you can go kill Darth Vader. Like just in like it's an so arena. Cool. It's so fun to do that. It's, it's so yeah. Battles, everything they've got, they've got everything. It's all there. The, the space battles are fantastic. The modes, Jay. I can't tell you how cool the modes are. Yeah. So the the first one I'm going to talk about is supremacy, and <laughs> it's a huge. I think it's twenty. No, is it twenty v twenty? Something like that. Yeah. 20 v 20 these huge land battles oh, massive battles and yeah. they're huge mate and then the losing side you then go on their ship and then you have to finish them on their ship and yeah. it's, it's so like cool film, essentially isn't it it's literally like dude doing a proper battle from start you, to you feel like you're part of that trilogy wherever it mm, takes place 100%. and for the record jay now i'm going to sound really old oh, but no. i i without getting into too much of a uh, you know of a debate here i do firmly believe that the prequel trilogy has more of an identity than the new trilogy and uh, yes and i, I think you know that's like that's like a fact <laughs> yeah that's like I, opinion. and i think you know the prequel trilogy got a lot of flack and it's got a great identity you know i just want to put that out there and the other mode of what to talk about was galactic assault which is awesome dude so you have to like push each other back and defend or attack these objectives or whatever depending on what side you're on Mm. and you can see it in the map 
So we were droids attacking the Camino clone facility and we had these launching droid drills that came down from our ships in the sky onto the Camino roof, as it were, and were drilling into the... Dude, I, I honestly couldn't stop smiling. I couldn't stop it's... smiling. It... Yeah. I finally, I finally found a multiplayer game which I'm happy to play for months on end. I was going to say, do you want to play that at some point, mate? Um, I would love to play it because I'll, I'll start that. I'll download that and we can play it together at some point. Let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. So, uh, are you? I don't know. This might sound like a really weird question, but the game came out oh, almost three years ago. Do you feel like you're a little bit late to the party? No, because I feel like what I've done is I've missed the the moment the where it, it was a bad game. Yeah, okay, that's good. I'm playing the game which I feel that they had always either meant or should have made. I feel like I've actually come back to the game about three or four different times at this point. I think after, never... every, after every new film that came out over the last couple of years, I sort of came back to see what the new content was like. Sure. And every time I didn't, I didn't, any time I didn't really feel like I'd missed out on anything, but every time I'd felt like it wasn't the best it could be. And then the last time I played it last year was actually pretty decent. So I was like, okay, this is good now. Yeah, they finally introduced like good modes and you know things were. A yeah, lot and I don't, I don't know if they've changed the gameplay, but I played it with no, my brother like similar. a year. I played it with my brother like a year after launch, and I vividly remember just not enjoying it that much. So I don't know what they've yeah. changed, but the thing is, it reminds me a lot because it's obviously it's basically the same engine as like Battlefield, right? I think so because it's, so. it's yeah it's uh, frostbite. frostbite yeah yeah so it kind of reminds me a lot of playing Battlefield and I get quite bored of Battlefield quite quickly okay just because it's it's very like the matches are very long usually very long and they're pretty like you have to travel quite a distance to be able to get to where you want to go sometimes yeah depending yeah. on the map you have to you have to travel for a good minute and a half before you actually get to the battlefield and then you might just get shot out of the middle of nowhere and have to do it all over again. Sure. It kind of feels like an American football game, you know, 11 seconds of actual action where you've got three hours and two minutes of just like adverts, you know. That's kind of what it yeah. feels like a lot of the time. Jim, what's your, what's your history with Star Wars? Like, do you love it? Do you like it? Do you. Yeah, just like the, whole the, whole, the, the films in the universe. Um, four, five, and six are probably obviously the best ones. But do, do, I... do, you, do you love Star Wars? Are you just traditionally like you've always liked it? Yeah, no, I've grown up with it. My generation okay. of Star Wars was the prequels, the one, two, yeah. and three, yeah. which are terrible but good at the same time. Like they have their moments, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. It's not. It definitely could have been told differently, but it's definitely a, a necessary evil, I guess you could call it. Okay, sure. I mean, it's it's at this point, it's obviously a meme, right? You've got the whole Obi Wan thing. What do you mean? Sorry. Obi Wan has sort of become this massive meme. I'd probably say the last couple of months during quarantine. I I haven't. Know. Okay, so they're just there's people online are just like quoting everything he says out of the film essentially. Oh right, okay. Because I guess obviously they're do, they're doing the new Obi Wan, yeah, TV, TV show soon. With Ewan's yeah. coming back for it, so I think everyone's just getting ready for that. It sounds like. I've got to say, Jay, that that will make or break whether I watch anything of Star Wars in the next. Have five you seen years. Mandalorian? Nah. Oh my! You've, you're missing out, my guy. I, uh, it's so different, but so good, and like still so Star Wars. It's insane. Okay. It's <laughs> so worth it. My God, is it worth it? What we'll say quickly <laughs> to to finish this is that after seeing Rise of Skywalker, I can safely say that my childhood love of Star Wars has dwindled. 
and I can safely say that Battlefront 2 is keeping whatever love I had for it very much alive. I don't know. I don't feel as bad about the last this generation Star Wars as I think as everybody else does. I actually really liked Solo and I really liked Rogue One. Dude, Rogue One was great. So really, I think really Solo's great. slightly underrated. I think you I think might people be are, right. People are crapping on it a bit too much. I think the only the only issue I had with it was it was quite dark when I saw it in cinema. But that might have been the cinema I saw it in, I don't know. It's a very dark film. I think you might be right, mate. I think you might be right. I think people were getting a bit fed up with Star Wars at that point, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, I think the majority of the criticism that Star Wars is getting is just because it's been happening quite quickly. 100%. There hasn't been enough of a gap, I guess, in between. I don't know. If there's one thing to learn, it's that George Lucas did the right thing with leaving three years in between each of the main films. Like, easy. Was it one year or was it two years for the latest ones? It was two years, wasn't it? Or was it one year? Um, Depends what... So it was episode seven, a year later, Rogue One, a year later, episode eight, five months later, Solo, and then a year and a half later, episode nine, I think. Yeah, that sounds about right. I don't think Rogue's... Yeah, I think that's right. So, uh, you know, when we got to the Rogue One bit, it was like, whoa, you know, episode eight, solo, like, this is too much. Because I know what they were thinking. They were thinking, like, let's do a Marvel. Let's have three films a year. It's like, you're not Marvel, though. Yeah, it did kind of make it seem... Well, I mean, it's Disney still, isn't it? So, 100%. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, man, I'd love to play it. Let's go on Battlefront 2 and, I'll, you know, let's see what you think. Yeah, see if I'm actually any good at it. You will be. You will be. I've, I've done pretty well on there before. So. There's some pretty bad people on there, mate. I got to number one on the scoreboard this morning. Oh uh, yeah, that's. I feel like that's one thing I'm actually quite confident in is my is my FPS. Uh, although I I wouldn't say it's it's not as good nowadays just because the games changed. You play first person. Well, no, I mean like. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, you can. You, it depends on what mode you're on, isn't it? That you play as the first or third. But I mean, just like FPSs in general, like Call of Duty sure, or Battlefield sure. or whatever, right? I feel like my, I can get to the top of the leaderboard pretty consistently. Really? Um, yeah, it's been getting a little, with the more recent uh, Call of Duties. It's getting harder and harder because the games are changing so much. They're not yeah. like classic versions of themselves anymore. They're just changing Change enough for me to not be good at it as much. <laughs> yeah, it's like you've got to learn a whole new yeah, skill exactly. set. Yeah, the muscle memory from previous years is just gone. Shall we move on to uh, to the news? Yeah. I don't know if you want to attempt this, do you? This is not my best accent, Jay, okay? Hang Are on, you ready? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Try okay. this. What, what am I doing? 
click the link. I don't want to hear it though. I want to try without hearing okay, it. Okay, try it with. It's actually a lot more difficult than it looks. Vous les actualities. That's pretty close. I give you oh, that. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that's good enough for me. I feel like I messed up the first word. Yeah, he did. Okay. It's like voici. Voici. Voici les actualities. Something like that. Oh, okay. All right. Fair play. Fair play. Yeah. There we go. Okay. We tried. No, no, that's cool, man. I like French. It's very sexy language. Yeah, I, I'm very not sexy. Uh, don't like frog legs, but we'll move on. I never tried them. I neither have I. I just don't want to. <laughs> there we go. Okay, Jay. Uh, we've got yeah. we've got quite a lot of Star Wars news Check. actually. We got mate. Forget Creed cast. We've got Star Wars cast. Okay. Yeah, there does seem week. to be a bit of Star Wars news. Yeah. What's what would be a good replacement for that Star Wars squad? Star we've got a Star Wars squad. You know what I'm saying? I guess. Yeah, we've got a lot of Star Wars news this week. Jay, how would you like to handle the news this week? Okay, let's just dive right in then. So yeah, let's go through it. my stuff. Yeah. Um, first up, we've got a article, opinion article, from Tom's Guide, written by Michael Andrino Andronico Andronico. Sorry. Andronico. Andronico. That's Andronico. Sounds Italian. Hey, hey. Yeah, I think so. Michelangelo Andronico. <laughs> I feel like I can still do totally an accent just because I've played Assassin's Creed so much. I definitely, I think that's legit. I even think Greek and Italian sounds somewhat similar. So You probably, I mean, I mean mate, some of the. It really does. <laughs> Some of the pronunciations I'm hearing in Odyssey, I'm like, I would have never, Here's never heard that. You. Do you, are you starting to sound, like, is your inner monologue starting to sound Greek? I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Did. The entirety of me playing Odyssey, I'm not joking, I thought in a Greek accent. I know what you're saying. That's not even a joke. I can still do it now. Like, the word pole mark, they're like, polymarker. Or something like that. And you're like, whoa, I never would have thought about it like that. And then it's as soon as I say it... Yeah, exactly. The way they say like, Greek words, I, the English pronunciation was so different to the Greek pronunciation. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I feel that. So weird. It's uh, it's cool. It's cool. I get. I assume he. Uh, five yeah. reasons why Xbox Series X will beat PS5. Now, I don't want to go into each of them, but I thought it was mm. a really cool article. I'll put it in the description or whatever because it it really summarizes for for me as well the key points that Xbox Series X has going for it, and none of them are games. Spoiler, but what they do have, I think it it's legit. Like. I think if they lost by a really wide margin this generation, I would be a bit surprised. What What are your thoughts, Jay? Say that again, sorry? I said, uh, if Xbox lost by a really wide margin this generation, I'd be a bit surprised. Uh, I'm not saying that PS5 mm. won't have the best games, but Xbox is in a much stronger place software and services-wise than it ever has been. And if they have a more powerful console... I can't see how they would get demolished, to be honest, compared yeah, it's to PS5. Weird. I've always seen Sony and the PlayStation as a much more professional, sort of, they know exactly what they're doing with their console type company. Well, we've talked but, about this a lot, right? Like the teenage. Yeah, but I guess, but in, in a different kind of sense, I feel like it's sort of switched a little bit. 
as of late, like recently, with with the news of knowing that the Xbox is better in overall power, it kind of makes me feel like, well, hang on, has Microsoft become 20, 21 now? Are they starting to figure out what's going on, you know? Mm, mm. Like, it kind of feels like they've sort of hit that next stage in their life where they're starting to get a bit more adult now. Mm-hmm. I've, yeah, like we say, we've always seen uh, Microsoft has been a bit of a teenager, but it kind of sounds like this guy's got a job now. <laughs> and he's, he's growing up a bit. He's moved out, you know, this kind of thing. I think you make a good point, Jay. It does seem for he's the come first time. He's out of the gate time... hot is what he's done. Like he's, yeah. he's put his, his foot forward, you know. He really, this this console seems like... It, I, I really, it feels like they, they can't really go wrong if they've got more power, I guess. The only way they, they could go wrong is if the price, like pricing is going to be massive on this, isn't it? It will be. It will be. I think if they get, they need to get the pricing right. And to be honest, Jay, I think they've pretty much got down almost every other essence that they need to. They've got down the look. I think they've got down the power. They've got down the services. They've got down the software. They've got down the UI. They just need the most important element, which is the game. Yeah, I was waiting for that. It's the games. The games are the 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 dividing thing here aren't they the playstation has just got better games overall like it really has yeah like, and we know like that now from the about, conference when i think about microsoft or xbox exclusive that kind of makes me feel a bit like gross at the idea of it almost <laughs> it really does it kind of makes me feel like oh why would i want to buy that on that console and then i think about playstation and i think oh sleek nice yeah. i'll definitely get that for that the way i think the way they present themselves xbox i feel I've, I've never really liked the xbox ui the ui just seems really clunky and like i don't know messy to me and it always made me feel like less of me wanting to play it mm-hmm. i know that sounds like probably like a really silly way of looking at it but it really like aesthetic and the way things feel and look is pretty big when it comes to consoles i'm hoping that the U, they're gonna have a complete ui change with the new xbox me too. I, I love UI changes. I want, I want a whole new UI. I want it to be so much sleeker. I just need Xbox. This was made, which is what made me think was a bit strange with the Xbox design, is that I thought they were going to go in a bit more of a sleeker uh, path, but they've gone with their usual thing of straight edges, clean cut, a box, right? Which I can't, I'm kind of glad they did because they're, they're sticking to their old ways. Because Xbox, I guess the first the original Xbox was a little bit sleeker, but it was still a box, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas PlayStation. Yeah is a playstation it's the thing that can is you know plays sleek games. and smooth and is, is always had a bit i feel like the ps2 is put and the ps1 were obviously a bit more box like but the ps3 kind of changed the game a little bit when it came in with that more sleeker design and again with the ps4 was like a good mixture of the two but weirdly even though these things seem quite trivial it does tend to maybe subconsciously stick in your mind of how you how you feel towards the consoles like loyalty wise i guess you, i feel like great. i'm not really loyal to either or to be honest yeah, I think you make some good points there, Jay. And I think that any UI overall is really exciting. Oh, UI is so important. Oh my god, so, so important. important. I will say, Jay, I, I have to, I have to stand by this. I think the Xbox UI has never been faster, nor smaller and simpler. I've, I've got to no. say. Um, I think that's probably one of the things we can disagree on. Then <laughs> I'll agree <laughs> but, to disagree with you on that one, mate. But th- that's all exciting stuff, right? Like new UIs. Um, I think I think the console design for the Series X looks great. I, I stand by it. I really oh, I, do. Honestly, I think the Series X looks a lot better than the PS5. 100%. If I had to go by design only, I'd go with the Xbox. I'm glad you think that. I'm glad you 100%. think that. 100%. I love it. I love the way it looks. I really do. Even like, though what you said about it being not sleek, 
I think yeah. the Xbox being clean cut and not having any smooth edges necessarily like makes it really does make it unique and nice. Yeah, hundred percent. And it, like you say, it it is giving off that like. first professional vibe, which they desperately need. It's extremely simple too. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly. like really simple. Whenever I like, even the Xbox uh, Xbox One had like a smooth like like metallic-y, quite you know, shiny look mm. to it, and, and like a matte kind of fan thing, which I never really liked the look of. It looks a bit odd to me. It's just so big. This mate. is like so one big. texture with like then the holes on the side and the top, which I quite like. And it's even got the little dip in the top, right? The little... Yeah, I love that, that it dips. I'm glad it wasn't like a straight cut. Weirdly, the yeah. fact that it dips makes makes all the difference. I don't know why, but it does. Small things yeah, like that. The man. one thing that will change that will change my opinion in any way now is whether there's a, there's a green light that emits out of the top of the Xbox and whether there's a blue light that emits out of the top of the PS5. Because I don't know if that's just for show or if that's actually how it's going to look. I Which want one? there to be a green and a blue LED light really badly. I'm pretty sure that there they will be LEDs on both, mate. I've got to say. Thing is, on the on the promotional pictures, you don't see the green as much as you do the blue with the PS5. Okay. Okay. Which annoys me. I want that green. I love I love green. <laughs> I like how they're sticking with their green. You know, their identity. <laughs> yeah, I actually really like the way this looks. The Xbox. I'm really proud Good. of how Good. Jay, do you mind if we just the next one's really quick? To be honest, um, yeah, but. I guess this stems from our confused conversation we had about smart delivery. Yeah, trying but... to understand this a bit better. Yeah, so they've made another Xbox have made another post. They've put it out there to try and clear up any any problems with understanding smart delivery. But here, I'm gonna I'm gonna summarize for everyone listening, Jay. Okay, smart delivery equals any time you play any game. On either co- like any console, Xbox console, you'll be playing the best version of that game. Don't have to worry about anything. I don't think it's that's all, correct. It's all it's all in the backside. You you don't have to click any specific button. Smart delivery is you play the best version <laughs> of the game on the console you're playing. Now, what Jay's now about to say is, yeah, Nick, I think you might have worded that slightly weird, but I'll give it to you. What? And let me explain. Okay, yes, let's let's go with Cyberpunk twenty thirty seven because I think this is a great example. Yeah, great example, definitely. If you, you can buy it day one and play it on Xbox One, Xbox One S, and Xbox One X. Okay, yeah. this is where the names are stupid. I hate the name. Now, 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 now. What the day one this Xbox Series X comes out next generation, you can play the best version of Cyberpunk on that console now. This this is how we're gonna this is how we're gonna categorize it, Jay. This version is not touched by developers. The Xbox Series X is designed so that it plays games the best way possible in terms of definition, frame rate, and loading times. It is designed so it improves those things without needing developers to get in touch with it. Okay, now, 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 there will be a update slash patch thing. Yeah. which which the developers will go and make a series x version so that will yeah. require development time when that is released every time you play cyberpunk on the xbox series x you'll be playing that version it's all in the back you won't see any of it probably i hope so is there any jay questions questions from the audience yeah, i think not necessarily a question but maybe like a correction or maybe like a different way of saying it 
Go I, think I, I, ha- I watched a video on IGN a few hours ago of them describing it, and I think quite an, an easy way of it of describing it is I think they did a uh, an example with Gears Five. Like if you have Gears Five on Xbox One, and then you you'll only play it on that console to the ability of that console, right? But let's yes. say you wanted to play it on Xbox Series X, and then you go play it on Xbox Series X. The game will update, and then it'll be the best version of it on that console. Which I guess is pretty much exactly what you said, but somewhere in my mind, it, the paths were slightly different. I don't think there'll be an update though, right? It'll just be installed on that console, but it'll play better. What I mean is, like, I feel like, let's say Gears Five was sixty gig on Xbox One. Yeah it'll be 70 gig on series x because that extra 10 gig is what it needs to be able to be powered up or upgraded yeah yeah 100 100%, 100%. yeah i don't know too much about whether the games let's say you had uh you had previously bought gears 5 for xbox one and then you chose you went to go buy an xbox series x you won't then necessarily get gears 5 for free you but absolutely you, will that is part of smart oh, delivery you will. Okay. you will get yeah, you will get the was, best version. I only really heard that about Cyberpunk, but I wasn't sure if that was true for every smart delivery. Sure. Game. Sure. So any game you buy on the Xbox One period will yeah. play on the Series X to a as slightly long as better it has, degree. Uh, the ability to upgrade. There's obviously there's a list there's a list on IGN I think that shows well, you every game that's available at launch that's available to upgrade. Well, here's the thing. So it will play better on Series X slightly with yeah. no upgrade. But yes, yeah, but you're once right, it does Dave. Get the upgrade; it will then be a hell of a lot better. It, correct. Exactly yeah. that. Exactly yeah. that. Yeah. Cool. Which is good. I'm glad. Uh, whether that list will be uh, like a similar list to the backwards compatibility list, it will sort of get upgraded or updated, you know, over time, over the year or so. Oh, what you think they're gonna? I don't That's know if they're going to. I don't know if they. It'd be good if they did, but I don't think they will. I think that'd be too. That'll cost too much money. Yeah, and also to be fair, Jay, you know they're saying that when you play these really old games on Series X, they're going to run the best versions ever. Essentially, yeah. Because I mean, some games don't lend themselves to being upgraded unless the actual company who made the game go back and and digitally yeah. HD everything. Yeah, yeah. A, you know, a long time to do. But I'm pretty sure that Xbox is saying that the Series X will do a lot of that work itself for the yeah, old games, probably, if that makes probably. sense. Maybe on like a few, like uh, it'll probably correct like load times will probably be the biggest thing. I think correct. the game will still look the same, but I think maybe the frame rate will be frame rate will be better. Frame rate, frame yeah. Rate, frame rate will no. be better, and yeah. the load times will be better. I think that's the main change. I don't think the actual look of the game will be too much different. I agree. I agree. So you can't do that just with playing something on a slightly better thing. I don't think that's how that works. I agree, uh, but I can tell you already that I'm 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 definitely confident that Xbox One reduces load times already for old X original Xbox honestly, games. I, that's the that's probably the thing I'm most excited about is load times. If I can load up a game and be playing the game within twenty seconds, I'm I'm all in. Mate, me... takes, I tell you what, that's the biggest problem with Destiny right now. Do you know how long it takes for me to get in in game? Oh, dude! Like a good three or four minutes. <sighs> no joke. I have to sit there for so long. For mate, I'm the hours. same with Odyssey, mate. Oh, I'm, God. I have to click on the game, then press A, then press continue. It's like five minutes before I get in the game. I'll tell you what, though, Death Stranding. I was in the in the game in less than thirty seconds. Like from me pressing the button to play it. 
to it then loading in like the game actually having loaded 30 seconds it's insane that's, that's like the good. quickest i've ever got into a game like you know how before i get like with borderlands especially it's a very long one there's like all the names of all like the people who make the game or whatever yeah. and that takes like a good a minute just to go through those and then you then you've got the loading times yeah like with death with death stranding those names you can actually skip past them like super quick Okay. Whereas a lot of games don't let you do that. They don't let you skip past the names of the, you know, the people who have published it or whatever. You're right, Jay. Load times for some, whatever reason have become a bigger bane than ever in Dude, recent in the so last important. couple of years. So to get rid of them will be vital moving Low forward. Load times is definitely, I think, the biggest thing you'd say about about next gen right now. Yeah, I I agree. It's the I'm... thing that should be looked at the most, I think. I'm more Obviously excited about too, no but... load times than 4K. Yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. I'd rather every game for the next two or three years come out at 1080 max, but if they loaded within two to three seconds, I'd be happy with that. Me, me. I, I, don't, I don't need a game to look better, I just need it to run better. Exactly. Yeah. Egg, exactly. The, game, the games look good enough as they are. They just need exactly. to, 1080 is good enough, we don't need 4K. They all look beautiful. Yeah, they look great. Jay, do you mind if we talk about your Spider-Man news now? Is that okay? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah. So oh, we, yeah. we talked about uh, we weren't sure whether Spider-Man Mars Morales was going to be a sequel or a standalone thing, but it's actually been confirmed that it's going to be a standalone. We don't Correct. know. I don't think we know too much about whether how big the game's going to be, but the fact so, that it's a standalone, I think. So what they said was, it's actually it's going to be running from the base game, so I think it is more of an expansion. I think the actual term they coined it as is it, as an expand alone because <laughs> it's actually been done before the uncharted lost legacy was the same thing yeah it was an so, expansion but as long as you had the previous game to play it you could still play it so yeah this is coming from a quote from insomniac they they made a statement about it jason yeah. schreier then tweeted saying that from his sources that yeah. i believe that's Miles Morales is essentially the similar scope to The Lost Legacy, which is a standalone yeah. game, but it's a you know it's a thirty quid game or a twenty five quid game. It is not a full fl- fully fledged triple yeah, so A game. Don't, I don't know if you have to buy this separately. I, I'm, uh, what I mean is, I don't know if you have to like if you've got this on physical, whether you'd have to get a disc with it at the same time, or whether you could literally just buy the expansion. And as long as you had the base game, you could then play it as an expansion. I think that's interesting point, Jay. What it means, but yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'd like that, but you still have to pay, you know, whatever price it was, like thirty pound. I mean, what what kind of price would you think this would be? About thirty pound, right? Max. Like half, like sixty is obviously like between fifty and sixty is what you usually pay. I've got to be honest, Jay. I, I pay fifty for my new games. Um, yeah. Well, I'm talking about like day one. Yeah. Well, I, t- I got Last of Us Part Two for fifty. I was trying to think, yeah, because I feel like I, I always hear Americans saying that they would pay $60, but obviously the, 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 it's different for UK, isn't it? I don't think I've actually bought a base game at full price in years. <laughs> they're, they're, not to get too much in the weeds here, as I keep saying, but their $60 is actually less than our 50 quid, if that makes any sense, yeah, that's Jay. Odd. That's very odd. So they they should actually, if we adjusted for inflation, they should be paying about $65, $70. That's that's. Oh, it really is. Sixty dollars is forty-seven point eight one pounds sterling. Oh my god, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Thing is though, that's very recent. Like the pound has gone down so much since. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, so they 
It's at zero point seven nine, and it was at zero point eight three pounds sterling for a free. Wow, that's gone down a lot. I'll have to check how long. Oh man, that's good. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah so nice. they're sixty. So they moan about their sixty dollar price tag. Yeah, they're they actually paying. They're actually getting it cheaper. Yeah, they are. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Okay. Yeah. So. Our 50 quid. Jay, when did ours go up to 50? Because they used to be 40 in the PS2 days, right? Was it 50 when 360 and PS3 came out, pretty much, that they were yeah, 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 50 quid brand new? And they've stayed that way, which is good, but I've forgotten what we're talking about now. Yeah, 30 quid, I would say max, mate, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, what are I'm, your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm hoping somewhere around there. That sounds um, good enough for me. My concern, Jay, is uh, look. Let's be. Let me be very clear about this, Jay. There is no way this would have been a full sequel after two years after Spider-Man One. Yeah, I no guess I, I was way. probably getting a bit too hopeful there, wasn't I? <laughs> no, no. But you, yeah, so you just want the I, sequel. It's understandable. I made a good point about them already having the base game, so literally all they had to do was just up-res everything and then include the stuff they want to include and get rid of stuff they didn't want to have in there. Right? They literally yeah. just had to scrape. Like, you know, just swipe everything they didn't need and put everything they did want back in the same map, essentially. If that's going to be the game, but I don't know if it will be. I imagine it will be. And let's assume, Jay, that there are small differences in this Miles Morales uh, expansion standalone thing, right? This can only be good for the sequel because it means that their sequel is too ambitious. That Look, the sequel isn't going to come out for three to four years, so have this in the meantime... Because the sequel is going to be that much better so than the is original. The sequel coming out twenty twenty two or twenty twenty four. Twenty twenty three, I reckon. Uh, yeah, I reckon. I reckon, I reckon summer twenty twenty three. That'd be great summer game. Great summer game. Yeah. Do you know what's good about the Spider Man game? That's coming out next year, right? Or is it end of this year? Uh, well, as far as we know, twenty twenty. So hopefully, launch day of PS five. I was gonna say it's gonna be. I, I, th- I yeah. The the new um, Spider Verse film I think is in production now and it's not coming out until twenty twenty two. So I reckon if they had Spider Verse coming out and then the new Spider Man the next year after that, that'd probably be pretty good timing, wouldn't it? It would. It would. Yeah, that'd be a good time frame. So they'll just, they'll just be a course of about two or three years now where we don't get anything. So Jay, when this comes out, will there? Oh, are you concerned? Are you concerned that it it may not be different enough? Will you get may you get bored oh, no, of it? I'm. They could literally do anything they wanted with the Spider-Man game. I think I'd probably be happy. Okay. The only thing I'd be annoyed at is if there's certain characters that are in it, just ones that I don't like. But again, that's just my personal preference. Captain Marvel. Yeah. If there was any, if there was any <laughs> Captain Marvel, if there was any Kamala Khan, if there was any, I mean, Squ- if they put Spider Gwen in this, I'd be very happy. But okay. I don't know if they're going to do the whole different dimension thing because that might be a bit too far. I'm not, it's not definitely not too far fetched for Spider Man because it's obviously a real thing. But whether it's too much for these PS4 Spider Man, yeah, too they soon. To quite, they seem to be fairly grounded when it comes to their their villain and hero origins. Yeah. In comparison to what is actually possible and viable in the comics, so yeah, yeah, I've got some pretty good ideas about who who will be in it though. Okay, good, good. I just, just had a thought, actually. Whether Do you reckon they'd have small, very, very small DLC for this game? No, mate. I think this is just to appease the fans while they make the sequel, which will have DLC. Okay. 
um, I think it, when you start making DLC for this this size of a game, people would then go, "Why? Well, why didn't you just put this in this game? Because this game's already tiny, you know, compared to the first game, for example." Some people might say. Yeah, and then at that point, the end of the DLC would probably be about the same as a whole game in in itself, anyway. So. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Jay, are you worried about how quick you, you're going to be able to play this? Because if it is Lost Legacy, Very you. Soon. You're gonna be you. You could very easily blitz this in two days, I reckon. No, I think it'd probably be not hundred percent. Not hundred percent. Yeah, whether you have to play it a few times through, because it's probably a new game plus trophy. So, or they'll put one know. in. I'm not too worried about the speed of it, honestly. I I'll, I could finish it in a day, and I'd probably still be happy. Okay. I doubt that though. I think it'll probably be a few. It'll be a weekend or two weekends in a row. No, yeah, you, yeah, and you, you, you might play it twice and get all the trophies. So no, I don't. I'm not saying that you'll be done. I'm just saying that I think you, you, if you want to, you could be done with it in two days. But I'm sure you won't be. Maybe, yeah. I'll have to wait and see. <laughs> I will say, Jay. Thinking about the PS5 launch now and the launch lineup, I, I really want that conference where we know all the games coming out at launch for each console to make a decision. And I'm also thinking that that Ratchet & Clank game is really making me want to buy a PS5 now. Oh, wow. Yeah, really? Yeah, man. It it really is. I, I love Ratchet & Clank and it's such a solid launch, you know, near launch game to have, you know. Do you remember that Scarlet Nexus game, the anime looking one that you didn't like the look of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's it's Xbox exclusive, so that's actually made me a little bit more on that side as well. Really? Yeah, the trailer came out. Another trailer came out for it today or yesterday, and I watched it. I was like, oh, I forgot it was Xbox exclusive. Damn, so son. That's like made me a little bit like, ooh, I'm gonna probably be playing that pretty, pretty quick. So this is interesting, Jay, because this might be the first generation where not only have indies got the showcase at these massive conferences, but they might also convince people to buy a console because of how many exclusive Honestly, indies they have. Exclusive is so big nowadays, they really are. That's interesting because like, now so I'm we'll thinking of that Kena game. Well, is it, yeah, you're saying Kena, aren't you? Kena, Kena, one of those, yeah. I'm now thinking that I want that game, so maybe I should get a PS5. Really? Yeah, 100%. Okay, okay. <laughs> I think I think so people like, really? PS5 just for the uh, Horizon stuff, right? Yeah, that is the, that is the deal breaker for me, mate. I got to say, but I don't think Horizon Two is coming anytime Valhalla soon. Too, but I guess you can. Will you, you will be able to play Valhalla on PlayStation. You will, but it's I've got them all on Xbox. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm loyal for my Assassin's Creed and my Xbox. Listen, mate. If they do release a digital version of the Xbox and they're both four hundred quid, oh well, should we talk about that, Jay? You we had a call earlier. Rumored price for the PS5. Do you yeah, want to? Someone screenshotted, or so you know, supposedly in quotes, screenshotted that the on the one of the European versions of uh, Amazon, had, the prices for the PlayStation Five had come up uh, and then been taken out pretty quickly. But someone managed to get a screenshot in quotes. You know, whether this is all made made up or true or whatever, we don't know. Um, but the the digital version was four hundred euros, and the non digital version was five hundred euros. Which is about what we thought, I think, right? Yeah, we we agreed we that that's probably four hundred quid. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be four hundred pound, four hundred dollars, and then four hundred euros. You know, it'll be all the same number. It'll just be they won't account for different, you know, 
versions or uh, well if they do it's difficult because of the economic situation but if they do i think it'll only be like 50 dollars more maybe rather than 100 maybe it might not even be that it might even be like 15 or 20 which is maybe i doubt they would do that actually because they want to be able to get more money out of people so true and we were both pleasantly surprised by how low i think that digital version was going to be digital version we were saying before about we were hoping it wasn't there wasn't going to be a uh, a decrease in quality of it, you know, the power mm. it has. I imagine it'll have the same power. Just one will have a hard drive and one won't. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah. And if, like if Jay said, one hundred pounds, then I'll be more than happy because I've 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 put enough aside for them both to be five hundred each. So even if yeah. they were five hundred, I'd still be good because that's how much I've got, you know, kept to the side just in case. Um, when I've I've never bought a new console, Jay, at launch. So will they come with a controller? Uh, yes, yes. Okay. I mean, actually, okay. my 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 special edition PS4 that I got, the twenty year anniversary thing or whatever, didn't PlayStation. Uh, it came with two controllers. Oh, yeah, mate. exactly. And it was actually really. It only cost me two hundred quid. Mate, you, you got a bargain there for a console. With I think I want to say it came with a game and two controllers. You got a bargain there. As, uh, it was, this was brand new too. This wasn't even you know pre-owned or anything. As I'm saying. Yeah, and like Jay said last week, no disc drive could also mean minimising any risk of the console breaking. So, yeah, so really, yeah, much it, less uh, chance of it breaking, overheating. You know, any other problems that come with disc drives <laughs> exactly people are buying more digital games it yeah. could it could it could be more powerful slightly more powerful because there's no disc drive so it will be interesting to see how much these digital editions sell as well i want to say that the digital purchases versus physical is like 80 20 i don't know if it's that st- i know that there was more I... borderlands 3 digital uh, copies bought than physical here we go 83 percent digital yeah, in 2018, a record 83% of all computer and video games were sold in digital form, meaning that once the game is downloaded, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's only 17%. That's crazy. So yeah, 83% physical, 17% physical in 2018. So it might even be more 83% digital. digital. Yeah, 83 digital, 17 physical. That was that two is... years ago. I had no I reckon, idea it was I that bad. probably like 85, 15 now. It might even be more. Wow, I had no idea. Yeah, I know it was around the 80 mark. I think I remember hearing in 2016 it was 80, so I reckon it goes up slowly. Everyone listening, I just want to let you guys know, I told Jay earlier that I am, after I get Last of Us Part 2, I think that is going to be my last ever physical game I buy. I'm going to go digital. Uh, Here we go. I've actually got the stats here. So it was 20 physical. uh, No, it was uh, 80 physical, 20 digital in 2009. So it's the complete opposite way. 10 years 11, ago. 11, or 10, 10 or 11 years, years ago. Right. Yeah. Wow. It's actually like a pretty steady de- decrease. So it's 70% in 2010 um, for physical, 65, 54, 46, 39, 31, 26, 21, 17. I think a lot of that is wow. uh, PT driving wow, that's that. That's so insane. Yeah, I imagine yeah. a lot of that probably is PC actually, but I reckon a good chunk of it. The, yeah, uh, it's starting to be console now. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I think Last of Us Part Two will be my last physical game I buy, and I'm going to go all digital because as Jay says, it's, it's only a matter of time, really. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I don't want to like say get with the times because that's like a really arrogant way of, you know, my opinion. But my my the reason why I buy we were talking about it earlier the reason why I buy digital is just because it's so much easier, it's just so much more convenient. Mm. There's much less that can go wrong. Like you snap a disc, that's it. You got to buy the game again. It's true. 
but you can't. I mean, the only way you're going to break your game if you have it down, downloaded digitally is if you break the whole console. And There's then you're crying anyway. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's a lot less. It's you know less likely for that to happen than breaking a disc. A disc is a lot easier to break. Defo. Yeah. Last news story of the day, Jay. Fairly big one. Out of mm. well, there was a leak of a new Star Wars game. They EA announced it like a day later, so hopefully we'll see some more. Yeah, it was a leak, no. and then they and then they released a trailer because of the leak. I don't think I didn't see it as a leak. I saw it as like I, I when I saw it, I thought, oh, this is official. And then I was there's uh, the post I saw said trailer coming tomorrow. No, yeah. So what they it got leaked, and then they said that there'll be a trailer tomorrow. Okay, fair enough. So this any... maybe this game wasn't supposed to be announced for another couple of weeks yet. Then correct until their EA conference or whatever they're doing this year for E3. Okay. So this came out of nowhere, really. I mean, and I we've... was kind of expecting something like this. Well, we've got we've got it's brand gonna... new Star Wars game coming out. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm guessing it's. Oh, it actually, has a single player story. Before you get too excited, Jay, let's just let's break it down for the people. Let's break yeah, it down for the people. So, Star Wars Squadrons, it looks like it's mainly space combat a game. I it, yeah, I think it it's from it. Motive. They helped do the campaign on Battlefront 2, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it again, it's about time we got some more Star Wars games. And something um, unique too. Yeah, de- fairly. Like Battlefront 2's got dogfights, space dogfights, but this this it has, we haven't but this is solely it, isn't it? This is like this exactly. is exactly like, I mean you wouldn't release a game that was all about space fights unless they had improved it significantly. Like if Correct. this is if this is close to what's in Battlefront 2, I'll be pissed. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, I want to see something different. So I Star see Wars innovation. Exactly. Star Wars Squadrons, this is the closest thing we've probably got since uh, Rogue Squadron and Rogue Squadron 3. So this is essentially from from their you know press or whatever. There's a trailer out now. Uh-huh. There's a single player story, a campaign I should say, with a couple of customizable people. Essentially it's 5v5 <clears throat> In, uh, the it happens after Return of the Jedi before uh, Force Awakens, and it's apparently it's first person in the cockpit, which is interesting. Which is already a sign that it's different. I imagine they'll be. At, you should be able to change that. It says first person multiplayer, so I don't. I just don't know, Jay. I just don't Honestly, know. If it's first person, that kind of makes me like it even more. That's it different, makes it, isn't makes it? Feel more real. Like when you've got a the only. I think the only. Way you should really be looking outside of the ship is through the cockpit because uh, if they had maybe if they had like an r2 on the back it would sure. make more sense to better look out maybe as like maybe like a uav type thing yeah but yeah i think this uh, the fact that i now know that with the first person is actually making me like it even more wow it's definitely interesting so a like, couple of your, your view is going to be so skewed right you're only going to be able to see so much in a exactly. third person you've got such a wider vision you know view yeah exactly right wow. mate and it'll be like you're yeah. in the cockpit i think it'll be really cool it'll make it challenging too it'll make it like it won't be too easy i feel like the battles in in battlefront 2 are easy because they're in third person they are they but are it's quite a lot easy. easier to actually kill people in third person i imagine than it would be looking through the cockpit defo you can you can just see so much more around you it actually makes it that it almost gives you like a sense of danger like you're really 
like I, I I imagine there'd be a respawn system. I mean, I don't know. I mean, there probably have to be, but whether it's quite uh, no, there'd have to be. There'd have to be a respawn system. Well, imagine imagine Jay, if like part of the gameplay is like pressing the buttons in your cockpit to cool down like an engine fire or something like that. Would be so cool. Oh, dude, you blow my mind. They do that in um, World of Warships. You ever played that? I haven't. So you know World of Tanks. Yeah. Yeah, so there's 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 world of warships, world of tanks, and I think world of airplanes as well. But I forget what that was called. Okay. Um, and the world of warships has a thing in it where you can, if you if your ship becomes on fire, you can then press a thing and it puts out the fire essentially, right? Sure. So I imagine they'll probably have a similar type of situation to that maybe there's like an engine failure and you have to maybe even go back to like the main ship to get it like repaired, and it takes time, and you've actually like got to do like maybe like a little mini game to fix it yourself. Or maybe like you have abilities for your character that you use, and there's like different classes of fighters. That'd be so cool. Depend and also depending on what ship you have. So maybe you have like an R two in one, and maybe like a different type of droid in another one. And maybe like you have. I'm, I'm, oh man, you just blow my mind. I'm thinking of like, all the different stuff we need. things that can happen. This is like, the my, stuff we I, need. I want. This is, I'm, I'm looking for. I'm hoping they're going to have like RPG elements, right? Where you have like a loadout. That you will. Or maybe you will. Like like a like a like a Battlefront two or like a. Like a Call of Duty, where you like you have different loadouts that have different weapons or maybe different abilities on your ship, and maybe even different. You could have maybe up to three different versions of a of a class for every ship that you had. So maybe a ship could have three different types of weapons that did like different projectiles and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm I've, there's so I'm thinking of so many things right now. <laughs> Jay, couple points wow. that we really need coming to raise. Out really soon too. Coming out October second this year, so very it probably will be a cross generation game. Oh, hundred percent. And- probably the most important point here jay is 30 quid so it is not oh, it a is AAA too, game. Yeah. so that we're looking that the the campaign is going to be very short very very short very and short it's going to be a primarily a multiplayer game exactly right jay exactly that, right that does kind of worry me a little bit that they might not have put as much time into it as they could have done i reckon they might make the same mistake they did with battlefront 2 agreed worried me a game that has usually got this big of a name on it that comes out at that price makes me think that the game isn't done yet and that they're going to add on to it over the next two or three years or, like it, could, or it could mean the ea have learned their lesson and they know it's not up to 50 quid quality so that's why they're releasing it at 30 quid. oh yeah true maybe what they'll do is they'll just like slowly release out additions to like maybe add new ships add new characters add new maps like you know places to fight in space or different over different planets or whatever and that will then make up the extra £20 price difference eventually it will be interesting to see if they support this like they are Battlefront 2 it will be interesting but I want to see that roadmap so bad yeah 100% and it's interesting to see that we're getting another you know space squadron Star Wars game I guess the thing is this game has so much potential so yeah big more reveals later this month I believe so uh, we'll, tomorrow, we'll keep an eye out 4pm PDT gameplay oh. reveal oh oh snap so midnight midnight tomorrow so oh, God. De- technically Friday morning sure <laughs> uh, yeah Friday morning is when they're doing the gameplay reveal so I'll probably watch that the morning of Saturday or the morning of Friday I'll like watch the whole stream or probably watch the 18 minute gameplay video or whatever they'll do and hopefully so, that will shed a lot more light on what this game's going to be. Yeah, so me and Jay will probably talk about it next on next week's show. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's it's cool. It's 
Right. That's the day more. that thingy uh, comes up for you, so you'll be on a bit more of a different priority, I imagine. Yes, I will. I will, my friend. I will. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Jay, we've done with the news. Time to yeah. wash our hands with that filth. It's time for uh, a debate. Jay, would you like to pick to the, this week's debate? We have a choice of two. Would you like to to pick which one? Because I, I think I we think should the just exclusive do one is good because it kind of moves into what we've already been talking about, right? Great. Okay. Yeah. So. I want to put this down, Jay. Let me. I'm actually a bit confused about what you meant by this. Explain it to me. I'm, uh, I'm okay. intrigued. Okay. So let me bring everyone back a little. A couple few years ago, E3, Rise of the Tomb Raider got announced, and yeah. it looked phenomenal. Okay. Mm. Xbox's stage show. Now, shortly after, there was a bit of confusion, but essentially it got confirmed that it would be. I think it was a one-year timed exclusive. Everyone hated this. They were like, what's the point? Xbox were using it as one of its main portfolio games or games in their portfolio, even though it wasn't really because it was only there for a year. And ever since then, Xbox got a little bit of slack for some time exclusive, right? Games such as Inside and some other games that I can't be able to list. Now, I just wanted to bring up this debate, Jay, because timed exclusives have suddenly, not suddenly, but over the years, they've become really normal and nobody talks about them. And I find it really, really strange because now anytime anyone says exclusive, if it's not first party, I'm literally thinking, well, when is it going to come to the other platforms? And I don't feel like anybody else is thinking this. I'll I'll, I'll mention some games. Hellblade originally was a PS4 exclusive. I know that Xbox now own that studio, but when it first came to Xbox, I was like, really? Uh, as I said, Inside, No Man's Sky is now on Xbox. That was an exclusive or timed exclusive. Um, <laughs> Bioshock, going all the way back to Bioshock, was an exclusive on Xbox 360, I think. Mass Effect was. So it has existed before, but it seems to me that a lot of exclusives um timed now and nobody talks about this and the thing that irritates me is that now every single game as i say that is announced as an exclusive including the zindi games that we've seen at both these recent conferences i'm thinking yeah but you'll probably come to the other platform because everything else does um another example oh that swimming game oh no one that looks like journey oh is it abyss what's his name Uh, i don't know Mm, Abzu, a... Abzu, Abzu, Abzu. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts, Jay? Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I'm annoyed by it in any way. I'm trying to think how why it would affect me. I guess because I have both consoles, it obviously doesn't affect me as much as if I just had the one and I could only afford the one. Uh, I feel like if I was if I was a person who only had an Xbox and there was a timed exclusive on a PlayStation. I feel annoyed that I couldn't play it straight away, but the fact that it was timed would make me more excited about it, or excited about it overall, because it would be eventually coming to me, right? Versus mm-hmm. just, just a normal exclusive that will only ever stay on that one. Well, here's the problem I find, Jay, is that they That's never the announced idea. they never announced they are timed, and they suddenly just arrive on the other platforms one day. Yeah, I feel like they probably potentially are announced, but probably not to the public necessarily. Yeah, internally they know. Some, yeah, you know, I mean, maybe there might even be some people online who do know. It's just not public knowledge. Maybe straight away, but maybe eventually. Because I actually, I have a list here of of PS5 exclusives that are timed. Already confirmed, timed, yeah, and ones that are unconfirmed, which actually is pretty interesting. 
And by the way, PlayStation got no slack for the uh, flack for this, which I'm confused about. But go so, on. What are the games? Unconfirmed is Deathloop and Ghostwire, right? Right, right. So I, I reckon both. I reckon Ghostwire seems more like a PS5 game to me, and Deathloop seems like more of an Xbox game to me. So I think both of those might even be timed eventually. Yeah, and I they're both from Bethesda, time. so it would be strange for oh, them to be exclusive. Well, they'll yeah. definitely be timed then, because, I mean, yeah, Bethesda is just all about Xbox. Godfall surprised me, is apparently is a timed. Interesting. Because that was announced, I think, when it first came out. Well, actually, when it first announced, they said it was definitely coming to PS5. They didn't say it was definitely coming to Xbox at the time, so obviously they've, they've not necessarily changed their mind. They've just said to the public that we've actually had it in a this way the whole time that it will definitely be for both just one before the other i think that yeah. might be just for the fact that it's a lot easier to maintain a, a multiplayer game like that on one one console and improve on it more than to do it on both could be right i, I reckon for that game specifically it makes more sense to do it just on one first just so they can know how to then bring it to the next one safely rather than unsafely i also think part of it jay is that playstation and xbox are dire for that game's image to be part of their launch console identity and they'll yeah. do whatever it takes to to be part of that including timed exclusivity i think that's part of it yeah when i look at godfall now all i think is playstation I don't exactly think but the more i've seen actually watched more of it recently it definitely looks like the kind of game that xbox would, would be free like a free like almost like a warframe type situation yeah yeah, yeah i reckon this game will be free in about two or three years It'll either do really, really well and it won't be free, or it'll do kind of okay and it'll be free in about two or three years. Yeah. And then they'll have a load of bloody microtransactions and like a store where you can buy the next best weapon, like, you know, like Fortnite or whatever. I'm hoping it won't come to that, but, you know, we'll have to wait and see. And then there's just like a bunch of indie ones on there, like Bug Snacks, Goodbye, Volcano High, oh, Jet, Kenna. Kenna's going to be on both. There you go. There yeah. you go. That was one of the games that was going to convince uh, me to buy a PS5. Little Devil Inside, Odd World, Project Athia, Solar Ash, and Stray. They're all be they're all timed. Amazing. And Amazing. then I guess multi-platform titles: GTA 5, Hitman 3, NBA, obviously, Pragmata, and then Resident Evil Village. They're all multi. So actually, the majority of that conference was third party. If anything, honestly, it really was. And and PlayStation made it all out to be their own exclusives and so all the only ones from that whole list of playstation 5 event is uh the astro playroom grand turismo 7 horizon uh spider-man ratchet and clank returnal and sackboy they're the only ex- fully exclusive uh titles i feel like we've uncovered a great so secret here jay about a, th- a little less than third are all exclusive the rest of them are either timed unconfirmed or definite multi-platform mate yeah that's a bit of a hidden gem right there looks like Jay, we've uncovered the. Pro- this is this is why I wanted to raise this point, and you've done a brilliant job at explaining it. This should be front page gaming news. I mean, it ca- this news was on June twelfth, so the same day, I imagine, or like a few hours after it came out. So I reckon the the knowledge was there, but it didn't get shown that well. Well, like I, this article I'm looking at only has ten comments on it. You know, it, it doesn't look like it got a lot of. You know, only clearly, has a couple of votes. Yeah. I can understand people were more interested about the console look and the games they showed. I understand, but but the, this is big news because this means that over half the games they showed oh, should not half, be yeah. tied so, just to the PlayStation yeah. Five. I have to count actually. And also, we don't know how long these times exclusives are. So, 
Yeah, are you just counting? So 24 games overall, and 1, 2, 3, 6, 7. So yeah, 7 of them are fully exclusive, the rest are not. That's crazy. That is crazy. Well, ladies and gentlemen, please write in with your thoughts on this topic at, at contact at thegameopinion.co.uk. You can reach out on any other kind of media platform if you so desire also. I'd love to hear people's opinions on this because I think this is a game changer for some yeah, people personally. Whether or not time exclusives are a bad thing and the why good, nobody talks about them. Yeah. I guess nobody talk I mean, I feel like nobody talks about them just because I feel like we get a benefit from time exclusive, right? Like I said before, if you've if you've only got the one console, then you know your time will come, right? Well, here's the problem. The problem I had, Jake, when I really started getting annoyed, was that I bought a PlayStation and then half the games were going to Xbox oh, anyway. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Um, but it's fine because PlayStation <laughs> yeah, has fine. enough good games, yeah, amazing games anyway. But thing is would would if you had known that would you have bought the ps4 i would have yeah because i, yeah, I would have had to play i guess yeah. in the end then it didn't really matter right that's true it's true yeah but i did find it annoying a bit like how almost every ps4 game i've played has now become a free ps plus game but let's not go there <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true there are so many games that i've bought bloody full price at bloody free now well, what did we buy Battlefront 2 right before it became free like you just never yeah, know do no, you you never know you just got to keep stick around for a bit and just try your luck and also, Jay, like even if you bought it two years ago, you still look at it and think, "Oh, I could have got it for free." Even though, well, actually, I completed it two years ago. So I was going to yeah. say, yeah, you already had your fun, so you might. Be, yeah, exactly. That, that money basically paid for a, a, an earlier viewing or an earlier playing of the fun that you would have had two years later, anyway. Exactly. Teaser for next week. Next week's debate will, uh, I think, comes from Jay. But I think, well, we both talked yeah. about it. I think, but. It's yeah. just going to be about people's loyalties to certain things in the game. Okay. Jay, it's an exciting time now in in this part of the show because you... Yeah, I'm excited about this. ...get to guess who's review. How are you feeling, mate? You feeling ready? Feeling prepped? Feeling good? I mean, as much as I can be. Not until okay. I hear anything. I don't, I don't know. Right. So, Jay, I think we're one, 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 aren't we? At the moment, one, one. Um, Me and you. Are, are we scoring it? Are we? Oh yeah. I didn't get it last time. I, I was one game off. So I guess you could say it one one's well. Like no, I, zero, gave, I think one, I gave right? it. I think I gave it to you because um, it was the first go. Yeah, okay, you're giving it to me. Fine, one one. We'll say one one. From now on, though, we're we're playing hardcore. Okay. Okay. So, are you ready, Jay? I'm just I'm probably gonna lose this one. Here we go. <laughs> the Goldilocks gamer himself. <laughs> okay. Oh, I should probably explain this for everyone who hasn't played before. Uh, we're listening at home. Yeah. So this is the 
guess whose review? So me and or Jay, depending on the week, we alternate. We'll pick out a random review from a random media outlet from a random game, give three quotes, and one of us has got to guess the game. So this week's is Jay's turn. So I have the game, and he's got to guess it. So quote number one. Jay, this game's so good already, man. It's really fun, yeah. Quote number one. Oh, no. Okay, here we go. From the gothic art style and the vengeance-fueled story to the stationary camera clearly displaying the blood-splattering combat. I think I might... So I get one guess, don't I? One guess at each phase and then a few at the end. I'm kind of worried that I might already have it. <laughs> Would you like me to repeat? Do you want to have a bit of a... No, I think... Can I, can I have my guess? Y- you may. Is it Bloodborne? It is not. Oh, damn. Right, okay. Maybe want to quote it. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> uh, dear. The over-the-top, merciless portrayal of the combat fits in perfectly with the dark themes presented in the game, which makes it the strongest aspect of your quest. Mm. I'll repeat. Yes, please. The over-the-top, merciless portrayal of the combat fits in perfectly with the dark themes presented in the game, which makes it the strongest aspect of your quest. Yeah, that's not helpful, I don't think. Oh, no. Okay. So let's yeah, break it I down, don't... Jay. Let's oh, break it oh, down. I don't think I even have a guess for that. So I mean, I'll, we... I'll have one just because of, like, I'm just thinking about, like, I feel like the gothic thing was a big was a big clue from the first one. So I'm just thinking of, like, gothic games. Don't, don't think of gothic games. It's gothic art style, so it has gothic elements. Focus more on quotes yeah. such as a vengeance-fueled story, blood-splattering combat, merciless portrayal of the combat, dark themes, and your quest. Okay, right, I think I got it now. <laughs> oh, oh, I might have given it away, ladies and no, gentlemen. No, I think, well, you technically, you just, you just repeated the same things of what I've already heard. I did. I'm giving you clues I, with the I'm thought process. I'm kind of worried that you've gone a bit too obvious if that is the right thing. So I have so my guess? You can. Is it Dante's Inferno? It is Dante's yeah. Inferno. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, cool. yeah but you needed a bit of guidance. You I, were... I want to hear the third, the third quote. Okay, third quote. There are both holy and unholy meters yeah, to fill, yeah, yeah. which let you personalize your mood. I would have got, got it from that. I would have okay. got it from that. I feel okay. like there potentially should be like a, a, a scoring system depending on if you get it on the first, second, or third quote. The game is evolving. Because if you think about it, if you get it on the first quote, maybe you get three points. Get and then it on the three, second one, two, and then on the third one, one. And if you don't get it at all, zero. I'm fine with that. And it actually matches up because... It does, because oh. I got it on the second quote and you got it on the second quote last week. Did it? Did I? Yeah, whereas I got it you're on right, the third, you're right. first week. So if, if that's correct, you've got two points and I've got three, right? Two... Because you got it on the second quote, and you've got it on the second quote. To- no, you got it on the third quote. And then the third quote, quote the first time. And second you've quote got three. Time. Yeah, you've got three, and I got two. I'm yeah. not saying this just to be ahead. I'm just saying this. It makes more sense because then no, it no, sort no. of makes. But you're supposed to be ahead. Like higher, right? If you think about it, you've got more incentive to try to get it earlier than later. Yeah, hundred percent. It makes you like try harder in the early stages. That's what I'm saying. Okay, Jay's on three. Nick's on two. Yes, but I have obviously had one more go at you than you. So. Yeah, correct, correct. <laughs> I already have next week's prepared, so uh, yeah, I'll have to delete my old one and make a new one for the week after. Okay. Okay, no worries. Well, 
Jay, we, we've kind of reached the end of the show here. Uh, yeah. Any words of advice slash slash what you're playing this week? I guess. <sighs> I mean, I was weird. I actually had a bit of a like a bit of an extent existential crisis. I guess you could call it. I was thinking to myself, do I want to play? Wow, brilliant. Do I want to play <laughs> something a bit more, a bit more like campaign driven? Um, but then I just, I just, just to let everyone know, I'm distracting Jay by putting exclamation marks. <laughs> yeah, had a lot of exclamation marks in the dock after Last of Us Part Two. Okay. <sighs> um, okay, yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably be playing more Destiny. I might even go back to Spider Man just to finish it off, and then uh, you oh, know, work, uh, best case scenario, I play a bit more um, Horizon. Yes, good like answer. Best case, best case scenario, but I very, I very much doubt that. So, we'll Jay, is there any? There is, but is this the possible universe where you finish Horizon Zero Dawn before Horizon Two? Oh God, I don't think I do actually. Oh, that's a shame. It's a shame. Yeah, I think is I wasn't going to get Horizon Two on launch anyway. Well, okay, fair enough. I'm probably not going to play it until next year, probably. Well, it won't come out till next year, mate. Probably. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, like I won't be playing it straight away. I'll probably be playing it months, if not a year, after it comes out. Okay. Okay. I don't really have too much of an incentive to play it because there's going to be too many things between then and now that I'd rather play. So, Sure. A like, couple uh, of questions for you, Jay. Because Battlefront 2 is now the game it is, does yes. that decrease the likelihood of a Battlefront 3? Oh. Um, I think with Squadrons coming out, yes. Okay. Um, I don't think we'll see Battlefront 3. I mean, we never saw Battlefront 3 with the Originally. initial 2, oh. so I don't think so. I think this is probably it. Okay. I think this game will probably die eventually soon, right? Because the games, multiplayer games usually have, like ones this style, usually have a time limit. Mm-hmm. They have so many years until they're like, right, we're done with this now. We're going to do something else. Like, team, yeah. the teams that are keeping that game running will probably want to be getting onto something else at some point. They want to put more of their time into something else. So it, yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if by the end of this year or the end of next year, we'll see a, an announcement saying, right, the servers are down for this game now. Bye. Sure. Would not surprise me. Well, I, I don't know if they bring the servers down, but I think they'll stop supporting it and updating oh, it. Oh, yeah. I reckon that we'll probably see a, a support ending update within six, seven months, and then an actual game ending update maybe in the next 17, 16, 17 months. Yeah, I think you could be right about that. Yeah. Second question. Now that we've both played Fallen Order, isn't it an absolute heartbreak that we're not getting a sequel for another two, three years minimum? I mean, uh, I guess it's a heartbreak I'm not getting a sequel to Spider-Man, but you know. <laughs> you will, you will. Well, I mean, I will, but what I mean is we know it's not coming for a little while, so... Yeah, this does delay it a bit, you know. The thing is, though, well, I had to wait for Final Fantasy VII for a millennia, so, you know. True. I had yeah, to wait Jay... for Borderlands Three for eight years, seven or eight years, you know. Yeah. As long Jay... as you just forget about it and move on to the next thing, it'll be here before you know it, so... Exactly that. Jay, we haven't really discussed because nobody expected a standalone Spider-Man game in between these two no, games, right? Do you think this is good or bad? Like, wouldn't I? I feel that this game has a lot to live up to, and I feel that it might have been easier just to do the sequel. No, I think I think what they've done is they've released this game to see how much they can improve before actually making the final product of the next sequel they want to they want to show off what what i imagine they've probably used a lot of the playstation's uh playstation 5's uh you know mechanics and you're right 
to improve this game so that they, they can then use that knowledge to then improve even more on the sequel. So having gone from from the first game to the second game would have been a much worse turnout than going from 1 to 1.5 to 2. You're right. Because they, they can then learn from mistakes that what they would have made going from 1 to 2 rather than to 1 to 1.5 to 2. Any and mistakes like, they make in this next game, they can then improve on in the next one. Yeah. And like you so say, they might be... Like a trial run. Then they might it's be, be using it as a bit of a tech, you know, tech demonstration or, or oh. tech test. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hundred percent. I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, the only reason you wouldn't is money, right? But if you've now, if Insomniac Games have been bought up by PlayStation, your budget has just gone up. Hundred percent. So, and they probably trust you because that game, buddy, sold so well. You're right, mate. So, if they probably made their money back like five oh, times over, if if not more. If not more, so they've probably got enough money to make two standalone games if they wanted to. It's so strange that Insomniac are now owned by Sony after so many years. Uh, it makes sense though. It, it does. It does. Like I've only ever thought of Insomniac as a PlayStation studio. You know, studio. It doesn't really make sense to, for Insomniac to be a, an Xbox one. It just doesn't. Did you fit. ever play Sunset Overdrive? Uh, I have it, but never played it. Real fun I game, mate. On Xbox, one like of the ago. most, one of the most fun. Xbox yeah, it's annoying. Game. It's one of those ones that I've always wanted to, but just never got around to. I, I'm not. I must have downloaded it two or three times to be like, well, I'm going to play this game, and then once I downloaded, it, I was like, not in the mood anymore. <laughs> Real fun. Yeah, I'll get around to it eventually, probably. That's in, that's Insomniac, is it? Yeah. Uh, okay, fair enough. Jay. Yeah. Time has come, my friend. I get to play the last of us. So, party. when did the first one come out? 2017? 2013. What? Why did yeah. I think it was so much sooner than that? They remastered it for PS4 oh, in 2014. Right. Yeah, you're right. 2014. Jeez, that so, came out so long ago. So, here's the timeline uh, Uncharted 3 comes out, I think, 2011. And then Last of Us comes out 2013. Troubles with the studio. They have to. They, Amy Hennig leaves. They have to finish Uncharted Four. That comes out twenty sixteen. They then have the Lost Legacy, which comes out I think twenty eighteen, which mm. is like a standalone, you know, Uncharted thing. Double, like not double A quality, but smaller. Yeah. And then we finally get the Last of Us Part Two in twenty twenty, June nineteenth. Again, I'm not too fast. I'm probably never going to play this game, but I'm happy that you're happy. Thanks, man. I can't, I can't wait to hear about it because I know that you're going to be excited about it. Honestly, oh, I'm, I'm just... I think I'm getting like as much satisfaction out of the game as I would do if I played it, but from you having played it rather than me. Sure. Like I, th- I think if I was in a different time, I probably would have been excited about this, but not right now. I'm good. Well, I I felt similar way for you when Final Fantasy VII Remake came out. Yeah, it's the kind of definitely the kind of game I wouldn't ever see you play. Hundred <laughs> percent. No, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Like you probably, I'm guessing in your head, you're probably saying, "Oh yeah, I probably would," you know. But from like the outside looking in, you seem like the kind of person who would enjoy Last of Us, and I seem like the kind of person who enjoys Final Fantasy, but not the other way around. That is true. That is true. That's just kind of how I see it, like how I perceive <clears throat> it. Whether that's true or not, I I don't know. I'm just Jay. I'm just so excited, man. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. The One game of... is right now. It's a very good time. It's probably like the it, best it, time it in a long time. Agreed. Really. It's very, you know, um, 
selfish, I guess. But you know, like right now, it's t gamers are probably having the, some of the best time of their lives. They're actually able to stay at home and play and enjoy rather than you know. I guess some people do enjoy games more when they can play it so many hours a night, just because it's like something to look forward to. But now they can, you know, not have to worry about that as, as much. And, and also, when the games really start releasing, like Last of Us Part Two, like Cyberpunk, it, it will be a, a year to remember. I guess you could say Last of Us Part Two is probably the first game this year of like the most important part. Like right now, tomorrow, or a couple of days from now, is the beginning of the rest of, you know. The year gaming, gaming history, <laughs> it sure is, my friend. Yeah, well, um, gaming history starts on Friday, if you ask me. And it, you know, one of the truly sad things about being a gamer is that these people work on these games for years, if not at this point, sometimes 10 years. And we as gamers finish them in weekends. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, that's the thing about that. There's like you could say the same thing about Chef, right. They'll train for years and then they'll spend hours making a dish and then you can eat the dish within 10 minutes. 100%. You, you enjoy it because of how much time went into it. So It's true. And same things with films. Yeah, it's all the same. It takes yeah. a long time to make something that good. It does. It does. You wouldn't, expect, you wouldn't expect that much, that level of greatness over a short amount of time. It's true. So just to let everyone know, here's the plan, everyone. Um, <laughs> be getting it in the next... Hopefully in the next two days correct and then i'll i will probably have to play it pretty much all day every day unless i'm working uh in, i'll explain this to india and <laughs> the fact my, that you had to do partner. that is funny i do a pre I have, i'm glad you did that though does she i'm guessing she understands yeah this hasn't happened since red dead 2 like she knows like I'm like, honey, this happens once a year, if if that. Like, I mean, yeah, like once every two or three years, to be honest. Exactly. And the only reason I'm not doing it for Cyberpunk is because that game's going to be 100 hours long, so there's no point. Yeah, but, you, um, you, can, you can definitely spread your time out with Cyberpunk, but when it comes yeah, to this, it requires a bit more bit more focus. Exactly. So yeah, I was like, I've explained the situation. She knows. She's making a little list of chores to do to keep herself busy. So um, <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's going to be pretty... It's gonna be like I'm. I'm hoping to get in twelve hours both Saturday and Sunday. To be to be frank about it, well, I feel like you probably do. Yeah, between ten and twelve. That's what I usually hope for. With like a game that like Odyssey or Cyberpunk, I'm hoping to do between ten and twelve a day. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I you don't get know a bit if that is goes on longer than a few days. Definitely, definitely. That's where my my wiping out after Odyssey came from because I did it like. 11 days in a row did 10 hours every day 11 days in a row oh god that hurt <laughs> my head <laughs> and um i don't know the trophy list the trophy list for last of us one as yeah, everyone knows actually, is... i'm guessing they haven't released that yet have they? i think they have but i haven't looked and mm -hmm. the trophy list for last of us one is horrendous so yeah. here's my plan it horrendous mate you, you literally get like two trophies for finishing oh, the game it is it is out oh my god yeah so yeah, look at it so here's the plan first playthrough is completely organic nothing artificial involved i'm going to play the game start to finish yeah, second no, play no collectible looking nothing, nothing. Have yeah and then second second playthrough will be collectibles maybe a third if the trophy list is 300 percent better than the first last of us oh there God. is no multi there is no multiplayer so I think. Okay, well, 
no more no more please i've waited long enough oh broke my voice there so thanks everyone for listening yeah, jay right. thanks i think it was a good show i hope you agree yeah no i'm ho- happy good we've yeah. I actually, kind I'm, of I'm, condensed I'm, I'm it. glad that you talked about squadron actually it's made me like more excited about it now that i've talked about it honestly i was yeah. very nonchalant about it like a few hours ago i was like yes yeah, it'll be fine but now that you've like said some things i'm like oh this could be my my imagination started to go a bit wild so i'm happy Good, good. Please be good. We'll find out tomorrow. Well, technically two days from now whether it's good. Yeah, see the gameplay stuff.